Welcome back to another episode of AI Marketing Made Simple. I'm your host, Katie Koenig, and I have some exciting news. We are launching an online course to level up your marketing with AI. It's going to make you an expert prompter so you can efficiently use ChatGPT, Bard, or Bing Chat, whatever your preferred generative AI interface is. And as a podcast listener, you can get early access and exclusive discounted pricing by signing up at www.aieducation.for, the number, marketers.com slash early dash access. And you can find that link in the show notes as well. All right. It's been a busy week in the world of AI and marketing. We had Google I.O. a few weeks ago and Google Marketing Live last week. I'm going to go over the highlights and what they mean for you. So Google I.O. had a lot of, you guessed it, AI updates. If you haven't seen the silly video running around the internet of Google CEO saying AI a bunch of times, they basically like sliced it up and he says AI like, I don't know, 30, 20 times. Uh, It's worth watching for a chuckle. Uh, I'll try to link it in the show notes. So let's dive into the major updates that are going to affect the digital marketing world. So first up, we have the search generative experience. It's like Google search, got a high tech brain upgrade, and now it can generate answers to queries on its own. Uh, Don't worry, the AI is not going to steal your thunder. Every AI-generated answer will come up, will come with a source link and a thumbnail so users can still hop over to your page for the full scoop, as well as any businesses in personal finance, health, or politics, the AI search tools won't generate answers for queries in those areas. So your audience will still be visiting your sites for these topics. Also, as digital marketers, we can breathe a sigh of relief knowing that even with AI dominating search results, ad spaces aren't going anywhere. So your PPC efforts are still very much in the game. And you can also go to Google Labs and request access to it. I actually just got access today, so I'm planning on playing around with it right after this. So to highly encourage you to go sign up for it and see what it's like. Um, Next on the list, they have a quote, help me write a new feature for Google Workspace users. It's kind of like ChatGPT, um, but it lives within Google. Um, and it can draft content like emails based on your prompts. Um, it's, you know, not, I don't think it's quite as good as ChatGPT, but it's kind of nice that it lives within Docs, within, I'm not sure if it's in Excel. I've seen it in Docs. Um, all right. What about ad space in this new AI world? We'll cover it a bit more when I get into Google Marketing Live, um, but they also are going to have the ads appear within the search generative experience results um, above and below. And so we'll go into that in a little bit. Um, Google also unveiled a new feature called the perspectives filter. This lets searchers see long and short form videos, images, and posts shared on discussion boards, Q&A sites, and social media. While this might affect click-through rates for some sites, it's also an opportunity for high-quality, rich media content to reach users more directly. And while there's no ad space in this filter, if you've got top-notch content, especially rich media, you could see it skyrocket to the top of the results. I also thought it was super interesting that they're now going to include social media results, which 
they, I think they have maybe sprinkled in a few before, but this is really, I think, going to go across all of them. So it really could potentially boost some of your organic social media posts, um, which you know has been a hard thing to do in in recent years. Um, then they kind of have a helpful content second update. Um, it's upping its game and promoting educational and informative content. And uh, th- it's about to make clickbait a thing of the past. Um, so uh, finally, Google had a big heart-to-heart about online safety and responsible AI at the conference. They're committed to balancing AI advancements with the welfare of publishers. And they still plan to say goodbye to third-party cookies in Chrome by the end of 2024. And Google Analytics 4 is still going to be prioritizing privacy. So I think actually since this conference, there's been quite a bit of movement around um, online safety and responsible AI between all the major players. And it's kind of a race to see who can figure it out. But I have read that most of these organizations don't really care who figures it out. They just want it figured out so they can implement it or, you know, so they say. Um, All right. So that was Google... Google I.O. Let's switch gears a little bit and talk about announcements made at Google Marketing Live. For those unfamiliar, this is Google's annual conference focused on its advertising products. And since ads are the majority of Google's revenue, this conference is a pretty big deal. And the updates mostly centered around, what do you know, AI. So Google has unveiled new generative AI features for Google Ads, Performance Max, and Product Studio designed to simplify campaign creation and enhance ad relevance. These advancements promise to make it easier for advertisers and merchants to create customized product imagery, manage creative assets, and scale campaigns. So starting with Google Ads, Google has introduced a user-friendly conversational interface and automatically created assets, or what they're calling ACAs. Um, This essentially means that the Google Ads AI will analyze landing pages and ads, generate relevant keywords, headlines, descriptions, images, and other creative assets for Google Ads campaigns, and you'll be able to review them and can be modified before launch. So the reason they're doing this is because, well, one, they're they believe in their AI, but also because they're, as they move towards this new search uh, generative experience, theoretically users on Google should be moving away from things like, you know, gold bracelet to actual questions and more conversational uh, typing. And so they want their native ads to reflect that. So being able to kind of control what's now going to be put on their site, I think is really, you know, what they're aiming for. So landing pages are going to become, I think, really important. Um, So next, let's talk about Performance Max. Google is incorporating generative AI into Performance Max to create and expand custom assets. The AI familiarizes itself with your brand and populates your campaign with relevant text and other assets, even generating unique images to engage customers across different inventory formats. And then in the realm of search, as I kind of mentioned, Google's announced uh, forthcoming generative AI capabilities for the search generative experience. 
The idea is to integrate ads directly into AI-powered snapshot and conversational modes and deliver relevant, high-quality ads tailored to each step of the search journey. And if you kind of go online and see mock-ups, they show ads before the search generative response and then after them. And then when users search for specific products, they'll have ads within the AI output. So definitely still a lot of opportunities for ad units. Um, next is their product studio updates. Uh, this tool integrated into Merchant Center Next aids merchants in crafting unique product imagery. The scene generation feature uses a text to image AI model to create lifestyle product imagery from basic product photos, eliminating the need for expensive photo shoots. Additionally, the remove background and increase resolution features enable advertisers to create distraction-free imagery and improve image quality respectively. This tool will be accessible later this year in the US via Merchant Center Next and the Google and YouTube channel app on Shopify. So they're also trying to bring this to their e-commerce clients, um, which I would think would be helpful. Um, Merchant Center Next, a simplified platform to assist businesses in managing their product display on Google, also brings exciting updates. Merchants can now set up a product feed using detectable information from their website, consolidating all insight reports into a single performance tab. Plus, Merchant Center Next will offer a unified view of all products for merchants operating both online and brick and mortar stores, simplifying product inventory management across channels. The rollout of Merchant Center Next has already begun for new users and is set to complete globally by 2024. So they're doing some pretty cool updates on the ad side, and they're also doing some updates on their merchant section, which also feeds into their ads. So essentially, if you have an e-commerce product, the Merchant Center allows you to sync your product catalog, and then that product catalog can be used in ads. Um, so that's really what they're talking about. Um, lastly, in a recent Q&A session, Google confirmed that there are no limits to the number of responses you receive while using the conversational experience, but there will be a limit to the number of AI-generated assets that can be put into your ad rotation. It's important to note that ads will be labeled as sponsored to ensure they stand out from organic results, you know, just as they are today. So my kind of actionable take is that Google is going to be learning from your landing pages to create ads. So you really want to make sure your landing pages are chock full of important details. Now you're probably thinking, I already do this because it's important that my landing pages have a lot of good SEO in them, which is true. But we're talking about your conversion pages from your ads. Those are now going to be your creative. So you're going to want to make sure you have all of the goodness in there so that your ads can be uh, really well run. Um, so you can get started today by using ChatGPT to pull out the most important aspects of your landing page. You can ask it to pretend it's Google ads and we'll be making an ad based on the content from your landing page and see what it would pull out. All right, we're going to wrap this up with two kind of fun stories I wanted to touch on briefly. So the first is Snapchat recently released an AI chat bot that you can scan an image and have it answer a question from it for you. 
So there's a video that's running around Instagram, probably also TikTok, though I'm not on TikTok, uh, showed a student, you know, quote, cheating by pulling out Snapchat from under their TI-83 scientific calculator and sending Snapchat an equation from their test, their paper test. Uh, the video makes it seem like Snapchat gave an answer, but what it actually said was, wow, it looks like you're doing some serious math. Good luck with those calculations. Um, <laughs> so maybe not quite all it's cracked up to be. Um, however, if you actually type into that chatbot, like 500 plus 500, it'll spit out 1,000. Uh, but of course, the image was for, you know, a more calculated, uh, a complicated calculus equation with, you know, all the all the fancy um, symbols that you can't really do on like a phone. You obviously need a scientific calculator to like type that out. Um, so it's probably going to get there, but um, kind of funny right now. And I'll, I'll try to post a link to the video in the show notes in, in case you haven't seen it. Another quick story was... A New York lawyer used ChatGPT during a trial, but the case he cited didn't actually exist. Uh, apparently, he forgot to fact chat, check ChatGPT and thought that by asking ChatGPT, quote, what is your source? And its response being, quote, it's found on legal reference databases such as LexisNexis and Westlaw, that that would be enough instead of, you know, actually going to those databases and confirming that that case really is there. Um, so evidently the case that he quoted was not a real case. It was a hallucination by ChatGPT. Uh, a hallucination is just what they call it when ChatGPT essentially makes something up and spits it out as fact. Um, so now the lawyer is facing a disciplinary hearing. So it's just another note to be careful how you use generative AI and, that's it for this week. Be sure to connect with me on Instagram at AI Education for Marketers. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave me a review as it helps others find this content and come back next week for more news and resources on AI and marketing.